Hi there, are you ready to learn the 50 most important English phrasal verbs? You'll find these English phrasal verbs in everyday conversations. All native speakers will know exactly what these mean, so it's very important that you study these today. If you want the list in a PDF form with the example sentences as well, go ahead and use the link below to get it emailed to your inbox. Now, let's get into it. To come up with. When you come up with something, you think of something new, a new idea. It can be very challenging to come up with a creative idea. Go through. When you go through something, or if you go through many things, you are examining them carefully. Whenever you lose your phone, you have to go through all of the items in your house. Or if you lose your phone in your car, you have to go through your car to try to find your phone. Pick up. When you pick up something, you retrieve it. For example, my friend was going to loan me a dress to wear to a wedding, and I texted her that I would pick up the dress in the afternoon. I had to go to her house to retrieve the dress, to pick something up. To put off. When you put off something, it means you postpone it or you procrastinate it. A lot of people put off studying for important tests until the last minute. They procrastinate and they don't study until right before the test. They put it off. To look up. To look up something means to search for information. So if you are researching something, you probably need to use Google to look up facts and to look up information about your topic. A really common way we use this phrasal verb is if you don't know something and you want to know the answer, you'll say, I'm going to look it up right now. Take off. So we use this phrasal verb to mean to leave quickly. Most commonly, I think of this phrasal verb as talking about a plane. When does your plane take off? Because planes, airplanes, are of course so quick when they leave the runway. You can also say, we are going to take off at four o'clock. This means we're going to leave the house quickly at four o'clock. We usually use this when we're talking about leaving pretty soon in the future. Put down. When we say that we are going to put down something, we mean we are going to write it down quickly. A common phrase with this phrasal verb is to say, I had a hard time putting down into words what I want to say. This means I'm having a hard time writing something. Another way that this phrasal verb is used commonly is if people say, how many people are going to come to the wedding? And you can say, put me down for two or put me down for three. Basically, you're answering their question and saying, write me down or schedule me for two or three or whatever your answer is. So put down, it means writing down, but it can also mean that you're scheduling something. To put up with. Do you put up with annoying people? If you put up with them, it means that you tolerate them. One thing that I do not put up with in life is liars. I do not tolerate people who tell lies. I won't put up with it. To make up. To make up something means to invent it. When I was a child, I would make up a lot of games for my friends and me to play. To turn down. To turn down something or someone means to reject it or to reject the person. It can be really heartbreaking to be turned down from a job 
or to be turned down from an important opportunity that you had to apply for. If you are offered a job and you do not want to take the job, you can say, I'm going to turn down the job. This means I'm going to reject it. And this would not be considered rude to say, I will turn down the opportunity. To put aside. When you put something aside, it means you're saving it for later. So you remove it and you save it for later. A really common way that we use this phrasal verb is when we put aside money. We put aside money to save for later. If you're saving up to buy a car, when you get your paycheck, you'll put aside some money. Another way we can say this is to say set aside. It means the exact same thing. If you're saving some food for someone coming to your house later, you could say, I'm going to set aside this plate of food for our guest to turn up. So if something or someone turns up, it means it arrives or appears unexpectedly. When you have something in your house turn up, it means it was something that was lost long ago and you suddenly find it even though you were not exactly searching for it. If you have a stray or lost cat or dog turn up to your house, it means you weren't looking for that animal but they appeared at your house and now you need to find the owner because they just turned up. To get away with something. If you get away with something, it means you escaped a punishment even though you are guilty of a crime or guilty of a wrongdoing. Another common way this phrasal verb is used is when you want to say that you are going to try to do something that's not exactly the norm or not exactly common for most people, but you don't want people to notice. Let me give you an example. Do you think I can get away with wearing this outfit to the business meeting? In this example, I'm probably wearing an outfit that is more casual, so clothing that isn't exactly super professional or fancy, but do you think I can get away with it? Do you think it looks okay enough to wear? Another example is if you are cooking food, for let's say five people, you could say, do you think I can get away with just making chicken and potatoes? This means, do you think there'll be enough food for these five people? Do you think I can get away with it? Or will there not be enough food? So you can talk about getting away with a crime or just getting away with something that's a little bit abnormal. To take in. If you take in something, it means that you're understanding it. You're kind of processing it in your mind. If somebody gives you some shocking information, something very surprising or very tragic, you might need a few extra minutes to take in the information and just kind of process it emotionally. Another common way this phrasal verb is used is if you want to say you're going to look at a beautiful view, typically of nature, but sometimes you could be in a city as well, you could say, I'm going to take in the view. This means I'm just going to look and appreciate what it looks like outside right now. To take over. When you take over something, it means you are assuming control or you're getting power over it. If the owner of a company dies, it's very common for their son or their daughter to take over the company. So to own the company now and control the entire company. If you want someone else to take some responsibility or to do a task for you that you're currently doing, you could say, do you want to take over with this? So on a long road trip, 
once in a while, if somebody needs a break, they could say, does anyone want to take over driving? To bring up. If you bring up something, it means you mention it. One thing in the United States that you should never bring up at a family dinner or any sort of dinner with people you don't know super, super well is politics. If you bring up politics, it can start a lot of arguments. So don't mention it. To take out. If you take out something, it means you remove it. You can also use this phrasal verb in the same way you would use get when you want someone to get something so that you can use it. So for instance, you could say, can you take out a pencil? I need a pencil to write with. To fill in. If you want someone to fill in something, it means you want them to complete it. A really common way this phrasal verb is used in the United States is if you need someone to fill in their name on a form. So fill in your information, please. This would be a, like a government document or a document at a medical office that you need information on. You're going to fill it in. To put on. When you are putting on clothes, it means you're going to wear the clothes. Another way that this phrasal verb is commonly used is if we say someone is putting on an act or putting on a character. This means that the person is acting not exactly like their normal personality. So if you're putting on an act, it might mean you're acting more friendly than usual. Or if you're putting on um, happiness, it can mean you're actually sad inside. You're just putting on an act like you're happy so that no one asks you why you're sad. To run out of. When you run out of something, it means you don't have any more. You use it completely. In my house, I always try not to run out of toothpaste or toilet paper. Those are two very important things that you do not want to run out of. To take back. To take back something means to return it. You can say that you need to take back something that you borrowed from a friend. When I borrowed a dress from my friend, I had to take it back to her a week after. We can also use this phrasal verb when we're talking about returning an item to a store that we actually don't want to buy. We can say, I had to take back the dress to the store. I did not want to buy it. To work out. If something works out, it means it's a solution or it's solved. So if a problem works itself out, this is a common phrase that means that you didn't have to make any effort. Things just worked out. The problems were solved without anyone having to do anything bad. We can also use this phrasal verb to say that you need to solve a math problem. And typically when we say, can you work out this problem? it means you need to solve it on paper. To come across. When you come across something, it means you find it by chance. We usually talk about coming across information or if you're just walking and you come across something interesting, it means you find or see something interesting without actually looking for it. In my everyday life, I come across so many interesting English phrases that I have to teach to my English students. To look after. When you look after something or someone, it means that you're taking care of it or you're taking care of the person. A lot of people in the United States will pay someone to look after their house and their pets when they go on vacation. This job is called a house sitter and their job is to look 
after the house. To put together. When you put together something, it means you assemble it or you build it. If you've ever bought furniture from the store Ikea, the Swedish store, you have to put together all of the furniture. None of it comes assembled or already put together. You have to build it by yourself. I enjoy putting together furniture, but many people do not like it and find it very challenging. To put through. To put someone through something is the most common way that this phrasal verb is used. I'll give you the definition through these examples. When my students are taking an English test, they are put through a lot of stress. So it means they experience a lot of stress through the process of having to study and take a test. If you want to say to someone that you're sorry that you caused them stress or you caused them a lot of extra work, you can say, I'm so sorry to put you through that. It means I'm so sorry that you had to have this experience because of me. To hold on. Think of this phrasal verb like you're on the phone and someone asks you to hold. And in real life, we say, can you hold on? So on the telephone, if someone needs you to wait for a moment, they'll say, could you please hold? And in real life, conversation speaking, Someone will say, can you hold on for a moment? A lot of times, if my children are interrupting me, I'll say, hold on, please. To look into something. If you look into something, it means you're investigating it. If you find a word in English that you're curious about the definition and you'd like to learn more about, you can say, I'm going to look into this word. This means you're going to investigate it and research it. Once I was shopping for cars and I would have a list of the different cars that I liked, and I'd go home and look into them later. I would research if they were a good car, if they would meet my needs that I needed for a car. I had to look into it. To come back. To come back to something means to return to it. So oftentimes we'll tell people, come back and see me later. If you're at a party and you're talking to a friend and your friend is going to talk to other people and you're going to talk to other people as well, you could say, make sure to come back to me and say hi again later. This would be a really common way to say, just return and let's talk again later. But for now, we're going to go our separate ways. You can also come back to a topic of conversation. So if you're in a meeting or if you're talking in a more formal context, you could say, let's come back to this later. This means let's not talk about this now. Let's talk about it later. And you might say this, if you know you're running out of time or you just need more information before you can have a good discussion about a topic to carry on means to continue something this phrasal verb is most commonly used when you interrupt someone on accident and you politely want to say that they should just continue talking don't worry about you as an interruption you can say carry on please to come up. If something comes up, it appears suddenly. So if you're watching TV and all of the sudden a monster is on the TV, you could say, all of a sudden a monster came up on the television. Or if something in a conversation comes up, it means it's mentioned. To work on. If you work on something, it means you focus on it. If you are trying to work on your English, it means you're very focused on your English. Or you could say, right now, I'm not really working on my English, but I'm trying to practice my French. 
To drop off. If you drop off something, it means you deliver it. If you have to drop off your child, it means you need to get your child to either their daycare or their school or wherever they're going for the day. To come out. If something comes out, it appears. It's kind of like coming up, but it usually means that it was hidden before. It was hiding. So you might say, I'm going to come out of my room and talk to my roommates. This means I'm going to get out of my room and appear in the living room so I can talk to my roommates. To look out. To look out for something means to be cautious about it. Or if you just want to tell someone to be cautious in general, you can say, hey, look out. And if something is going to hit someone, you can say, hey, look out. This means be cautious, something is coming. It's the most natural way to say this in English when something is happening very fast. It's important if you are in the Midwest of the United States that you look out for coyotes, especially if you have a pet dog because sometimes coyotes can be dangerous to small dogs or small pets that go outside. To turn off. If you turn off something, it means you switch it off or you switch off the power. So most commonly we say, can you turn off the lights? To take away. To take away something means to remove it. If you remove something as a punishment, you can say I'm going to take away your Xbox for a week. To make out. To make out something means to understand it. If you say I can't make out what you're saying, this means I can't understand your words. And usually we use this phrasal verb if you just can't quite hear everything that someone is saying, especially if you're talking on the phone and for some reason the phone reception isn't great, it will be hard to make out what someone is saying. To look up to. If you look up to someone, it means you admire them. Oftentimes your children will look up to you. They really admire you and they want to be like you. To run into. If you run into someone, it means you meet them unexpectedly. I had coffee with my friend the other day, but we didn't plan on it. We just happened to run into each other at the store and then we went to get coffee. To put up something means to build it or to display it. In New York City, they can put up high-rise buildings very quickly because they have so many people to work on it there. When I was young, I put up a sign on my bedroom door that said keep out because I didn't want my little brother going into my room. To carry out. If you carry out a plan, it means you execute it or you complete it. To turn out. If something turns out, it means it's the result. This can be a really tricky or difficult phrasal verb for English learners to use and to learn. If you say that it turns out it's going to be sunny today, it means it's kind of unexpected and maybe it wasn't sunny earlier in the day, but in the end, the result was it's sunny outside. If you say it turns out that my favorite team won the game, it means that maybe you turned off the TV and you didn't watch the entire game because you thought your team, maybe you're watching soccer, was going to lose, but it turns out they were able to win. So the result was they were able to win. And when we use turn out, it means it's unexpected. To fall back on. If you fall back on something or if you fall back on someone, it means you rely on them when you fail. So if you try to start a business, 
it might be smart to have a job to fall back on. So even if your business fails, you can rely on a job to make money and support yourself. To put through. A common use of the phrasal verb to put through means to connect a phone call. So if you call a business and you talk to the receptionist or the secretary and you say, I need to talk to your boss, she might say, I will put you through with him. This means I will connect your phone to his phone. To look around. When you look around, it doesn't literally just mean that you're looking. It mostly means that you're also going to walk around and explore. When I go to the mall or a shopping center, I like to just look around at all the stores. I don't absolutely have to buy things, but it's fun to look around. To pull off. If you pull off something, typically a plan, it means you succeed with it. When I was done with my last semester of college, I said, I am so happy that I pulled that off. That means it was really hard work, but I was able to succeed despite challenges and despite having to work really hard. To come to. To come to a conclusion is the most common way that we use this phrasal verb. You can also say that someone is waking up from being passed out or unconscious if they come to or if they were just asleep for a long time. So often we say, I've come to a realization. This means that after learning a lot about something, I realize, you know, the main idea or the most important thing. I came to the realization that I need to study every day or my English won't improve. To put off. To put off something is another way to say that you're going to procrastinate it or delay it. I really need to do the dishes but I typically put it off until later in the day and usually I have a sink full of dishes that I have to do before I go to bed. I really shouldn't put it off. To make do. To make do with something means you're going to manage to do a task even though you have limited resources. If someone says, hey, can you get this done by Friday? You can say that's not a lot of time, but I'll make do. It means you'll Finish the task despite not having all the resources that you need. I'm so proud of you for finishing this video with 50 of the most popular phrasal verbs in English. If you want more English resources, visit EnglishWithKayla.com and upgrade to native English with my English course. I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Bye!